Under the Cortex is supported by Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology. Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about its digital course content, including interactive ebooks, learning curve, adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, and more, all in a powerful yet easy-to-use platform. Follow the link on our website or visit macmillanlearning.com forward slash psych sessions for a special preview of Achieve. This is Charles Blue with the Association for Psychological Science, and over the past few weeks, I've had the pleasure of speaking to the 2022 winners of the Janet Taylor Spence Award for Transformative Early Career Contributions. Now, the people I've spoken to have been doing some fascinating research, expanding our boundaries, and diving down new areas in the field of psychological science. Today, I'm speaking with Sam Yam with the National University of Singapore, and his research is going a little bit more into our understanding of how humans and non-humans, particularly electronic devices, communicate. Thanks for joining me on Under the Cortex. Thank you for having me. Before we get too in-depth, can you just start by telling us a little bit about your current field of research? What are the most interesting things you're looking at? What really excites you about your work? Of course. Unlike most psychologists, uh, I have deliberately taken a very experimental approach to new research ideas and topics. So, for example, I'm leading a team of colleagues on a study on animals at the workplace and its impact on employees. There's an increasing trend in allowing employees to bring in animals and their pets to work. For example, Google jokingly said that their employees should not bring cats to the campus because they have too many dogs on their campuses. In this research, we find that animals can have surprisingly positive effect in influencing our emotions and behaviors towards our colleagues, specifically in fostering a greater sense of compassion and pro-social behaviors toward our human colleagues. As a different example, I'm currently on sabbatical in Kyoto, Japan, to study a new robotic application in very unique contexts. Most recently, I partnered with uh, two temples in Kyoto, in which they actually deploy robotic priests and monks to attract visitors. It's very interesting because we all thought that robots would first take over manual labors and tasks that can be easily automated. But in reality, robotic applications and organizations suggest that robots can actually take over jobs that were previously thought to be uniquely human to begin with. So there seems to be quite a lot of overlap between human-to-human interaction and human-to-non-human. How innovative is that? That's not something that I hear a lot about. That's absolutely correct. Um, psychological research, I would say in the past century, since the dawn of psychology research, has focused on how humans interact with humans. More recently, there's a new field of research called mind perception, in which I'm part of that very proudly. So we look at how humans interact with other living entities, such as animals, as well as non-living uh, entities, such as robots, technology, and algorithms. It's also very timely, as we know that in, in 2022, we have more robots than ever produce. So it's really tiny for psychological researcher to look at how we interact with other non-human entities in this era. That's really curious. Would that include things like a digital assistant, like Siri or your Alexa or any other smart speaker in the house? Have you looked into how that might apply in this circumstance? Uh, not in my research, but I've known colleagues have looked into those systems in their research. In my research, I kind of focus on embodied robots, Essentially, um, the robots that you see in movies and films. So, for example, in my research in the Japanese firms, 
we look at a hotel in which they actually deploy actual robot assistant to help you check in and move your luggages and so on and so forth. So what inroads have you made in these areas? Essentially, what do we know now that we didn't know a few years ago? I think what's interesting in my work is that I'm not trying to contribute to any existing areas of research. Rather, I'm opening up new research areas. So the work with animals, the work with robots, for instance, these are areas that we actually have no research on for the past 10 years or so. These are very new stuff. So I see my goal and mission as a psychological scientist to actually open up these new avenues for research for future generations to tackle them uh, in the next few years. Well, then let's look a few years down the road. What are the main challenges in your field? Do you have any major roadblocks or hurdles that would stand in the way of making additional advances? I think the biggest challenge that we see in my field is that a lot of psychologists and a lot of researchers have a difficult time to gain access to real companies, real firms uh, in the field to look at this phenomenon. So for example, a lot of my colleagues are doing scenario-based study to look at this phenomenon of how people interact with robotics agents and also technologies. That's a good first step, but I believe that in the near future, we should actually go in the field to look at how consumers, for example, interact with these agents in real time. And part of this reason is that there are fewer firms now that have actually used this technology, but hopefully in the near future, there'll be more firms that will use this as a college scientist will take a serious effort to reach out to these firms and to conduct this research in the field. Okay, I have one final question. This is more of a personal interest of mine. What can be done to better bridge gaps between human and non-human entities? Particularly, I, I realize we're going to be interacting more and more closely with digital technologies and robots. What are the ways that we can help make that seem more natural? I think one interesting insight generated by my research and other research by other colleagues is that Surprisingly, the general public seems to have absolutely no problems adopting technology and using robots in domains in which that's kind of amoral, there's no moral relevance. So for example, if you're asked to adopt a algorithm to help you set your portfolio in the stock market, most people are okay with that. What's interesting, however, is that in moral domains, in ethical domains, like medicine, for example, that's really hard for people to accept. And some of my work suggests that we'll try different intervention to ensure that people actually don't become aversive towards robots in those domains. And so far, those interventions have failed miserably. So I'll just tell you one finding, which is quite interesting and impressive for me, is that in the U.S., for example, there's empirical research suggesting that there's racial inequality in the medical system, that Black patients, for example, receive less quality care, and as well as um, dying at a higher rate than white patients for the same disease. Now, in the study, we find that algorithms can actually help reduce that racial biases among doctors and patients. But even when we tell Black patients if they want to be seen by an impartial algorithm, they still don't want to do that because they still feel very aversive toward the robots making decisions for them, medically speaking. So I see that uh, psychologists in the future, one major goal of us is to ensure that the public would be more accepting of robots and robotic technologies in ways that would actually benefit their lives and quality of lives. Fascinating. Well, I will be discussing this with my Alexa device tonight to get a little more insights, but I would like to thank you. I've been speaking with Sam Yem, and he is one of the recipients of the APS 2022 Spence Award. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Charles. Sing Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology. 
setting a whole new standard for integrating assessment, activities, and analytics into your teaching. Now live in dedicated version for Macmillan's 2022 psychology titles, Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about our digital course content, including interactive ebooks, learning curve adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, immersive learning activities, extensive instructor resources, and more, all in a powerful yet easy to use new platform. And now, we'd like you to have an exclusive first look and tell us what you think. Go to macmillanlearning.com forward slash psych sessions for your own special preview of Achieve. Macmillan's Achieve for Psychology, engaging every student, supporting every instructor, setting the new standard for teaching and learning.